0: Thanks for joining us in this episode. We're going to discuss DAWs, that's digital audio workstations. We're going to go from their inception to their current modern day applications. So let's get into it. What is a digital audio workstation? Well, a DAW, as we're going to refer to it from now on, is an electronic device or application software and it's used for recording, editing, and producing audio files. DAWs come in a wide variety of configurations, from a single software program on a laptop, to an integrated standalone unit, all the way up to a highly complex configuration of numerous components controlled by a central computer. Regardless of configuration, Modern DAWs have a central interface that allows the user to alter and mix multiple recordings and tracks into a final produced piece. DAWs are used for the production and recording of music, songs, speech, radio, television, movie soundtracks, podcasts, and sound effects, and nearly any other situation where complex recorded audio is needed. Now, the best place to start would be at the beginning. Early attempts at digital audio workstations in the 1970s and 1980s faced limitations such as extremely high price of storage and the vastly slower processing and disk speeds of the time. In 1978, Soundstream, who had made one of the first commercially available digital audio tape recorders in 1977, built what could be considered the first digital audio workstation using some of the most current computer hardware of its time. The digital editing system, as Soundstream called it, consisted of a DEC PDP-1160 computer. It's about the size of a large fridge, if you want to look it up, and it was running a custom software package called DAP, or Digital Audio Processor. A Bragan 14-inch platter hard disk drive, a storage oscilloscope to display audio waveforms for editing, and a visual display terminal for controlling the system, Interface cards that plugged into the PDP-11's Unibus slots, the Digital Audio Interface, or DAI, provided analog and digital audio input and output for interfacing to Soundstream's digital recorders and conventional analog tape recorders. The DAP software could perform edits to the audio recorded on the system's hard disks and provide effects such as crossfades. By the late 1980s, a number of consumer-level computers, such as the MSX Yamaha CX-5M, the Apple Macintosh, Atari ST, and Commodore Amiga, began to have enough power to handle digital audio editing. Engineers used Macromedia's SoundEdit and MicroDeal's Replay Professional and DigiDesign's sound tools, and sound designer to edit audio samples for sampling keyboards like the EMU Emulator 2 and the Akai S900. Soon people began to use them for simple two-track audio editing and CD mastering. In 1989, Sonic Solutions released the first professional 48K 24-bit Disc-based, non-linear audio editing system. The Mac 2 FX-based Sonic system, based on research done earlier at George Lucas Sprocket Systems, featured complete CD pre-mastering with integrated controls of Sony's industry-standard U-Matic tape-based digital audio editor. This combination of audio software and hardware was the earliest commercial example of what is now referred to as a digital audio workstation or DAW. In 1994, a company in California named OSC produced a four-track editing recorder application called DEC, D-E-C, and that ran on DigiDesign's hardware system, which was used in production of the resident's... Freak Show. Many major recording studios finally went digital after Digidesign introduced its now famous Pro Tool software. Modeled after the traditional method and signal flow in most analog recording devices. At this time, most DAWs were Apple Mac based. For example, Pro Tools, Studer Diaxis, or Sonic Solutions. Now, around 1992, the first window-based DAWs started to emerge from companies such as IQS, which is Innovated Quality Software, now SAW Studio, Soundscape Digital Technology, SADI, Echo Digital Audio, and Spectral Synthesis. All the systems at this point used dedicated hardware for their audio processing. In 1993, the now-famous German company Steinberg released Cubase Audio on Atari Falcon 030. This version brought DSP, built-in effects, with 8-track audio recording and playback using only native hardware. The first Windows-based software-only product introduced in 1993 was Samplitude Studio, which already existed in 1992 as an audio editor for the Commodore Amiga. In 1996, Steinberg introduced what we now know as Cubase VST, which could record and playback up to 32 tracks of digital audio on an Apple Macintosh without need of any external DSP hardware. Cubase not only modeled a tape-like interface for recording and editing, but also modeled the entire mixing desk and effects rack common in analog studios. This revolutionized the DAW world both in features and, I must say, price tag, and of course, quickly imitated by most other contemporary DAW systems. Now, the next thing I want to chat about is the integrated DAW. An integrated DAW or digital audio workstation consists of a control screen, 48 track digital mixer integrated on hard disk recorder, including data storage and audio interface. A couple examples would be the Tascam X48 or the famous IS Technologies Radar. An integrated DAW consists of a mixing console, control surface, audio converter, and data storage all in one device. Integrated DAWs were more popular before commonly available personal computers became as powerful as they are and powerful enough to run the DAWs of today. As computer power and speed increased and price decreased, the popularity of cost-integrated systems with console automation has dropped. Systems such as the Orban Audacity became standard production equipment at radio and television stations, though. Now, today's software DAW. Digital Audio Workstation, or DAW, can simply refer to the software itself, but traditionally, a computer-based DAW has four basic components. A computer, either a sound card or audio interface, a digital audio editor software, and at least one input device for adding or modifying data. Now, this could be as simplistic as a mouse, if no external instruments are used, or as sophisticated as a piano style MIDI controller keyboard or automated fader board for mixing track volumes. The computer acts as a host For the sound card or audio interface, while the software provides the interface graphically, the GUI, graphic user interface, and functionality for audio editing. The sound card or external audio interface typically converts analog audio signals into digital form and digital back to audio, ADDA conversion. It may also assist in further processing of the audio. Now, the software controls all related hardware components and provides a user interface, as discussed, to allow for recording, editing, and playback. Computer-based DAWs have extensive recording, editing, and playback capabilities. Some even have video-related features. As an example, musically, they can provide a near-infinite increase in additional tracks to record on, as opposed to a 24-track tape, and virtual synthesizers or sample-based instruments to use for recording music. A DAW with a sampled string section emulator can be used to add string accompaniment pads to a pop song. DAWs can also provide a wide variety of effects, such as reverb, to enhance or change the sounds themselves. Also, simple smartphone-based DAWs, called Mobile Audio Workstation, or I suppose a MAW, are used, as an example, by journalists for recording and editing on location. Many are sold on app stores, such as iOS App Store or Google Play. Now I want to talk a little bit about common functionality between the DAWs as software systems, digital audio workstations are designed with many user interfaces, but generally they're based on a multi-track tape recorder metaphor. It makes it easier for recording engineers and musicians already familiar with using tape recorders to become familiar with the new systems. Therefore, Computer-based digital audio workstations tend to have a standard layout that includes transport controls, the play, rewind, record, etc., and track controls and a mixer, a waveform display as well. Single-track DAWs display only one mono or stereo form track at a time. Now, to clarify, the term track is still used with DAWs, even though there is no physical track as there was in the era of tape-based recording. Multi-track digital audio workstations support operations on multiple tracks at once. Like a mixing console, each track typically has controls that allow the user to adjust the overall volume, equalization and stereo balance or panorama, pan, of the sound on each individual track. In a traditional recording studio, additional rack mount processing gear, uh, external outboard gear, is physically plugged into the audio signal path to add the reverb, compression, etc. However, a DAW can also route in software or use audio plugins. For example, a VST plugin to process the sound on a track. Digital audio workstations are capable of many of the same functions as a traditional tape-based studio setup and in recent years have almost completely replaced them. Modern advanced recording studios may have multiple types of digital audio workstations in them and it is not uncommon for a sound engineer and or a musician to travel with a portable laptop-based DAW, although interoperability between different DAWs is poor. Perhaps the most significant feature available from a digital audio workstation that is not available in analog recording is the ability to undo a previous action using a command similar to that of the undo button in word processing software. On Pro Tools, Macintosh, it's Command Z. Undo makes it much, much easier to avoid accidentally, permanently, erasing or recording over a previous recording. If a mistake or unwanted change is made, the undo command is used to conveniently revert the changed data to a previous state. And I can tell you with tape recording, once you record over something, you cannot undo that. Also, cut, copy, paste, and undo are familiar and common computer commands and they are usually available in digital audio workstations, in some form or another. More common functions include the modifications of several factors concerning a sound, and these would include wave shape, uh, pitch, tempo, and filtering. Commonly, digital audio workstations feature some form of automation, often performed through what are known as envelopes. Now, envelopes are procedural line segment-based or curved-based interactive graphs. These lines and curves of the automation graph are joined by or comprise adjustable points. By creating and adjusting multiple points along a waveform or control event, the user can specify parameters of the output over time. As an example, volume or panorama panning. Automation data may also be directly derived from human gestures recorded by a control surface or controller. Uh, DigiDesign's Control 24 comes to mind. MIDI is a common data protocol used for transferring such gestures to the digital audio workstation. MIDI recording, editing, and playback is increasingly incorporated into modern DAWs of all types, and is synchronization with other audio and or video tools. Now, I mentioned previously plugins, so I'll delve into those a little bit. There are countless software plugins for digital audio workstation software, each one coming with its own unique functionality, thus expanding the overall variety of sound and manipulations that are possible. Some of the functions of these plugins include digital effects units which can modify a signal with distortion, resonators, equalizers, synthesizers, compressors, chorus, virtual amplifiers, limiters, phasers and even flangers. Each have their own form of manipulating the sound waves, tone, pitch and speed of a simple sound and they transform it into something quite different. To achieve an even more distinctive sound, multiple plugins can be used in in layers and further automated to manipulate the original sound and mold it into a completely new sample. A list of notable commercial DAWs would be alphabetically Ableton Live, Acid Pro, Adobe Audition, Cakewalk, Cubase, Digital Performer, FL Studio, GarageBand, uh, the popular Logic Pro. There's Mixbus, Mixcraft, Nuendo, Pro Tools, as we've mentioned. Reaper is another one. Reason, Samplitude, Sequoia, SoundForge, and Studio One. Now, I also wanted to touch on free and open source software there are many free and open source software programs that can facilitate, and I say that loosely, a digital audio workstation. These are often designed to run on a variety of operating systems and are usually developed non-commercially. The development of digital audio for Linux and BSD fostered technologies such as ALSA, which drives audio hardware and JACK, J A C K. JACK allows any jack AWARE audio software to connect to any other audio software running on the system, such as connecting an ALSA or OSS-driven sound card to a mixing and editing front-end like Ardour or Rose Garden. In this way, Jack acts as a virtual audio patch bay of sorts, and it can be configured to use a computer's resources in real-time with dedicated memory, and with various options that minimize the digital audio workstation's latency. This kind of abstraction and configuration allows DJs, example, to use multiple programs for editing and synthesizing audio streams or multitasking and duplexing without the need for analog conversion or asynchronous saving and reloading files and ensures a high level of audio fidelity. Audacity is a free and open-source digital audio editor that can run on Microsoft Windows, but also on OS X, Linux, and other Unix-like systems, including OpenSolaris and TrueOS. It is particularly popular in the podcast community and also has a large following among the visually impaired due to its keyboard interface. However, it lacks MIDI support, concentrating more on sound manipulation and management than discrete events and sequencing. Rose Garden is a multi-featured audio application that includes audio mixing, plugins, and a notation editor, and MIDI. The Muse Sequencer is a similarly featured audio application that includes an audio mixer and a MIDI sequencer. Other open-source programs include virtual synthesizers and MIDI controllers, such as those provided by FluidSynth and Timidity. Both can load sound fonts to expand the voices and instruments available for synthesis and expand the ports and channels available to synthesizers. Such virtualization allows users to expand the traditional limitations of ADC and DAC hardware. The Linux audio development, LAD, mailing list is a major driving force in developing standards such as LADSPA and DSSI and LV2 plugin architecture. The VST, or Virtual Studio Technology plugin standard, is supported as an option by some such programs, but is generally implemented as a separate plugin, not a built-in option and this is due to Steinberg's licensing scheme. Among others, the creators of Audacity provide an optional, somewhat minimalist VST to LADSPA bridge plugin for their software, but it is a separate download. Multiple digital audio workstation developers also offer free versions of their commercial DAWs, often referred to as a light version, with reduced functionality, and examples of those would be uh, Pro Tools First and Studio One Prime. Uh, a short list of free and open-source sequencers would be Ardour, LMMS, Muse, Qtractor, and Rose Garden. Well, that concludes this episode on Digital Audio Workstations, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to us or any of our shows and tell us what you think. We're on iTunes or at www.pacificnorthwestradio.com and just go to the on demand page. Sky, are you ready for the drop? Yeah. Drop it. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Drop the Needle. It's an all analog, all vinyl show and that means most of the records we're going to play for you are at least 30 to 40 years of age and They've all been used. They've got all that glorious analog sound, which includes the imperfections of vinyl itself, and it's what adds to the magic. So sit back, relax, and enjoy entire sides of albums as we explore the heyday of vinyl music as we... was side one of Led Zeppelin's In Through the Outdoor. Sit tight, and I'll flip this disc, and we'll move on to side two.